we talked about this next question, Ray, at the beginning of our conversation today, but maybe you could delve in deeper to comparing the coronavirus pandemic to an even more terminal pandemic, which is the sin pandemic in every single one of us. Yeah, with the coronavirus, they have a test, which is apparently kind of hard to get. But if you've got the symptoms, you go and get a test. Well, when it comes to sin, there is a test that we can do. The Bible says most men will proclaim their own goodness, Proverbs 20, verse 6. People are in terrible danger, but they don't realize it. Have you heard of the Dunning-Kruger effect? No. It was a couple of psychologists back in 1999 did a study and came up with the uh, the, the thought that people are more uh, inclined to think they're better at things than what they are. We think we can jump higher, run faster, sing better than what we can. So when it comes to giftings, we, we think we're better than what we are. And exactly the same applies morally. We all think we're a good person. And that's because we make the tragic mistake of measuring ourselves by man's standard rather than by God's. If you watch the police when they catch a, what they think is a drunk driver, they give him a test. They get him out of the car and have him walk a straight line to see if he's crooked. And God has given us the straight line of the moral law. The Ten Commandments show us whether or not we're crooked. If we measure ourselves by man's standards, we come up good. But look at that law. It requires truth in the inward parts. The Apostle Paul said the law is spiritual. That means God considers lust to be adultery. You lust after someone, whether they're married or single, you commit adultery in your heart as far as God is concerned. If you hate your brother, the Bible says you're a murderer. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. In mm -hmm. fact, sin is so serious in God's eyes, all liars have their part in the lake of fire. No thief, no blasphemer, no fornicator, no homosexual, no adulterer will inherit the kingdom of God. The Bible makes that very clear. Suddenly, when we measure ourselves by that standard, we see we're staggering morally. We, can, we can't stand up on, on Judgment Day when God is going to bring every work to judgment, including every secret thing, whether it is good or evil. You know, one lie is that there is such a thing as a secret. There's no such thing as a secret. Jesus said there is nothing secret. That's what he said. Solomon had the same thing. God will bring every secret work to judgment. The eye of the Lord is in every place beholding the evil and the good. No woman has been secretly raped. There's been no secret adultery, no secret pornography, no secret lying or stealing, no secret murder. Everything is seen by God. And there's going to be a day of judgment when God reveals that he's a God of righteousness, justice and truth, who will by no means clear the guilty. But the scriptures say he's rich in mercy to all that call upon him. And he's provided a way for us to be forgiven through the Savior. When Jesus suffered and died on the cross, he took the punishment for the law that you and I violated. That's why he said, it is finished. You're saying the debt has been paid. If you're in court and someone pays you fine, a judge can let you go even though you're guilty. You can say there's a stack of speeding fines here. This is deadly serious. But someone's paid the fine, you're free to go. And he can do that, which is legal and right and just. And God can legally forgive our sins, dismiss our case, take the death sentence off us, because Jesus paid the fine and full in his life's blood, and he can do that which is right and just by extending mercy and justice being satisfied through the cross and the resurrection. So all you and I need to do is so simple a child can understand it, is repent of our sins, can't call yourself a Christian and still lie and steal and fornicate, that's playing the hypocrite, just deceiving yourself, you must be sincere to be genuine, genuine repentance, and then trust in Jesus like you trust a parachute. Many people trusting themselves. They're like a man who's jumping out of a plane, 
And when he's jumping, he's going to save himself by flapping his arms. I'd say, don't do that. Trust the parachute. Mm. So if you're trusting yourself, transfer your trust from yourself to the Savior. And the second you do that, you've got a promise from God who cannot lie. It's impossible for God to lie that he'll instantly remit your sins and grant you everlasting life as a free gift. That's the gospel. And that's what we need to share. And that's the test to show us that we're sinners.